Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Great. You profesh podcaster, you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying my best. No, you're doing so good. Vile Files is killing it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's going all right so far. You know, hopefully we keep having interesting conversations and at least ruffling some feathers. But uh, so far, so good. I feel like with you, because you were on a lot of different um, Bachelor shows, like most, if you know anything about The Bachelor, you would know you, like, because you were on Andy's season, Caitlin's season, which was a big one, your own season, you were The Bachelor, and B.I.P. So I've watched you on B.I.P. and your season. Well, was, you know, if, I, if, if you were to watch two of the shows I was on, I'd prefer it to be those two. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, I So yeah, exactly. I didn't know... Cause you were, you really underwent like a, I mean, there are a lot of memes. I mean, not memes, but kind of like the way you looked on the show and now, but I literally, when I was sent anything like that, I'm like, it's literally facial hair. Yeah. It's well, it's facial hair and a better haircut. I think (laughs) I, 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 it's weird. I, I definitely think I went through the ugliest stage of my life. In the two years I was on The Bachelorette, like when I look back on old photos, I just like had a weird haircut. I just kind of like, I really don't know what I was thinking. And yes, um, facial hair helps, but I think it's more the haircut than anything, you know. And and then I, it, you know, getting the a, a villain edit on Andy's season didn't necessarily help, but 
Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, listen. I'll take I'll take the uh, uh, the compliment, the glow up, the glow up compliments. <laughs> I like you know sometimes my ego is kind of like no, but wait, I was like hot in middle school, um, and then I realize I probably don't need to to worry about that. Um, so yeah, well, it is annoying because men get hotter with age, and people that don't know this will be shocked. But you are forty. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not We're- trying to advertise it, but I'm no, yeah, I am. No, well, here we are, Nick. You're 40. Uh, like, it's it's actually annoying. Do you get anything? Like, do men in Hollywood get things? Like, do you get any, like, Botox or fillers or anything like that? Or is it, are you just annoying and have great well, skin? Well, I'm lucky to have uh, great genetics. My parents, if you've seen pictures, both look young. I, I tried Botox once, I'll be honest. I didn't love the results. And I, I have no shame in it in terms of people do it. I have a lot of Obviously, women friends do it. You know, less is more. Uh, I understand the pressures behind it and things like that. But uh, yeah, like, you know, it's one of the things I was just kind of curious and tried it. And, you know, uh, I'm not saying I would never do it again. But at the same time, yes, I think, you know, society tends to be more gracious with, with how men age. But listen, I'm also someone who like, you know, whether it's something like that or just I, I do take care of myself. I do think, you know, uh, eating right and I mean genetics play a big part of it but eating right and I exercise on the re- a regular basis and I, I don't um, I try not to abuse too many substances I'm not a big drinker and I think that plays a, a big role in the aging process so you know so far so good do you think Nick that you're like a different typecast than most of the people we see on The Bachelor because somehow you come across smarter is that a word I can use? I mean, I know that's like there's something about the way you speak that sounds smart, even if it's not. You're not saying smart words. I don't know if it's like this, like is that a subtle lisp that you have. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm dissecting it with you. It's like this subtle lisp or something. You have a little like something going on. And I know that you've come across like, would you say like cocky or conceited? Like what what, what were people annoyed with you? You, you come across like like a know-it-all. What 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 was it? When depends on who you ask, or <laughs> you know, um, you know, on on like when I was the villain on Andy season, I think my villain edit, you know, they didn't have much to work with. And what I mean by that is like, um, you know, different seasons have different characters in terms of what they bring to the table. They're going to have to always find something. And so even at the time, I think a lot of people were like, it doesn't really seem like a villain, but. Definitely the music tells us we're supposed to hate him. I was, uh, you know, the strategic guy, you know, and I was definitely like, you know, a lot of seasons they always like play on the guy who's just like, you know, talking to producers about his feelings and his relationship. And, you know, like it's weird how sometimes they will penalize you for like saying like, no, I think she likes me the best because like, why else would I be here? That would be insane to think she likes me fourth best and, still be super in love. But weirdly enough, Bachelor Nation uh, will sometimes see that as like overconfident and, and cocky. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I have a snarky personality and I, I definitely have a, I believe in myself. And so, I, you know, sometimes when it comes to cockiness or confidence, I think in life can be often misconstrued. It really just depends on who's, you know, reading you, right? You know, we know that people project all the time. And so uh, how people perceive you is, you know, their perception of you. And, and most of that is going to be based off of, you know, what's going on with them. 
you know, in terms of, you know, how I'm viewed relative to my peers, yeah, I definitely think in general I'm uh, for better sometimes and for worse sometimes I'm, I've, I've done my own thing and I definitely, I've never been a follower ever. Mm. And I think in that world, as I've mentioned a lot, you know, when we recap it on, on the Vile Files, it, it definitely can be a high school mob mentality. You're seeing it, you know, on, on Katie's season as well. And so I think, yeah, and there's always, and there's definitely a lot of people like me on that franchise, uh, but it's definitely not the norm. Right. And uh, I think there's a handful of smart people who go on the show. Uh, I mm-hmm. do remember uh, on, on Andy's season particularly, I, I always kind of joke with my friends, I've never been called smart so much in my life. I was just like, I'm not that smart, guys. Um, oh, that's funny. I didn't uh, know that. They were telling you that a lot. Obsessively. It was like weird. All the guys were just like, you're so, so smart. I'm like, just using my head and you're like maybe you're stupid yeah i never said that um but <laughs> you know but uh the, i think the iq went up a lot on Kaylin's season uh so that was a different experience and so yeah i mean like and then lately i mean like Tasha and claire's guys i mean they had a lot of i mean dr john a lot of smart guys and so um there's a you know i it's a it's like anything else it's kind of a spectrum of, of different people but it is funny on on Andy's season it was a it, it seemed for whatever reason they they would not shut up about how smart they thought I was you guys the way we want good hair care good skin care we should be using good kitchen wear because you know how you're at a restaurant and you're like it tastes so good and like how is it that's also part of it, okay? Because if you have quality cookware and kitchenware, you're capable of making restaurant quality food at home. And if you're serious about cooking, and even if that's a freaking scrambled egg like me, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Maiden produces some of the best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. They actually have gorgeous wine glasses. I have the stainless steel pan that I'm obsessed with. What I really love about their cookware is that it can go on the stovetop or in the oven. So you don't even have to think twice about like whether you can use it for both because let me tell you right here, you can. So Maiden's cookware and kitchenware are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. And I freaking love the stainless uh, steel pan I have by them. And it's literally so easy to clean as opposed to, you know, Teflon pans that I've had from before that are just so donezo. So you guys should check out Maiden, okay? And use my 15% off code to get 15% off. And the code is not skinny. So you go to maidencookware.com slash not skinny and you use promo code not skinny to get 15% off your first order. That's made in cookware.com slash not skinny and use promo code not skinny to get 15% off. It's interesting because I feel like on Andy season, since it was an older season, there wasn't as much um, of the social media thing going on and like, okay, you'll get Instagram famous and and now TikTok famous or whatever. So were there people going on then to get famous, even though it wasn't the same kind of, they weren't. I mean, you know, the show's always played into the right reasons thing, but yeah, and I've said Mm -hmm. this before, like, yeah, I think people went on for, the experience like you got to yeah. travel and it was just crazy and and i certainly had no illusions of ending up in the position i'm in today you know i went right back to work afterwards and i 
uh, I always stayed pretty pretty grounded. I mean, uh, part of it is like I, you know, I I I was in my early 30s when I first went on, so I had the benefit That's of wild. of some life experience, and I think that really grounded me when I went on. I mean, I can't imagine uh, going on in my early 20s. Um, so I, I I am thankful f- for that. But yeah, it's different because yes, there, there wasn't the and I've said this before, like there wasn't the obvious playbook that there is now. It's hard to go. Well, now it's yeah, it's hard to go on this show, get cast in the show, and and not see. You know, you always see the success su- success stories, and I I do often try to warn people who go on about like just being realistic with their expectations. But you know, you it's obviously you see the people who are successful or seem successful. Um. But given that there's 60 people who get casted every season, if you just kind of do a little math, um, you know, most people end up disappointed. Mm. Are you talking about disappointed in how many Instagram followers they get or disappointed in not finding love? Uh, the former. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I think there's, you know, again, like realistically, I think everyone goes on kind of a little slightly skeptical. And, and I think for a handful of people every season, they are surprised by the connection they form. Uh, but yeah, I don't fault anyone for like, quite yeah. honestly, if you told me you went for love, I would think you're insane. Like, you know, like if you went on for the first time, you know, unless you knew the person, you know, like when I knew Caitlin um, or like Blake. This, I love you know. that vibe. I love that. I feel I want to watch Caitlin's season because I was saying this on Katie's season when Blake came in and they had that like, connection because they know each other a little bit even a little bit it was like more fun to watch two people that have had a vibe and aren't like on a first 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 date yeah i mean it's i i I can see that it does get a little stale sometimes when it's always like the same like so (laughs) how you you know like what's just going on can i steal you yeah, and then, you know, you get these awkward conversations. So, and it is nice because I think sometimes, um, you know, I can't speak for Caitlin, but like, it, like, and I can observe, you know, Katie in that, and I can speak for myself as as The Bachelor, it's exhausting trying to start that many wow. conversations. And mm-hmm. so you really appreciate someone who's like, oh, no, like I, I have questions and there's things I want to talk about. And so I think that if there's a natural comfort level, there's there's less stress on and trying to be like so uh how how's it going uh it can get exhausting after like the 13th you know wow chat. no i can i mean you gotta be i feel like drunk even though then it can get then it can get dicey as well but yeah i i didn't you know unless you're a big drinker it's you don't really have time to drink as the lead you know you have to like actively and i'd always like have a drink with me but i'd just be so busy doing the stuff i had to do as the bachelor i i wouldn't have much time so but everyone else is just sitting around by the time i would talk to them they're they're often tipsy so oh they're often tipsy oh my god i just had like you know flashbacks to corinne (laughs) your season was crazy Oh, my God. I have an anecdote to tell you. So Sophie Turner, you know her from Game of Thrones. Uh, Yeah, she I wait. Do you know what? Uh, wait, what? She I'm going to start the story okay. and you'll see that it's the same thing that you're going to say. OK, um, are you friends so with her? She, well, she asked me 
she follows me on Instagram and she asked me as a bachelor connoisseuress what seasons she should watch. And I told her what season she should binge because she was like home with the baby and, and whatever. So I told her, I think I said like Caitlin's season, your season. Oh my God, that's funny. She saw you on two seasons. So did you watch? So she, so she, what about Paradise? So you tell her to watch Paradise? No. Oh God. She's, I think I told she, her she's missing Caitlin out. season. <laughs> I said Caitlin's season, your season. I think I said Ben Higgins because people really like that one. Yeah, that's a good season. And maybe Mad James because I was like, just so you know, like the, the most recent one. And then she and then and then obviously I was so excited. You know, guys, I'm obviously a fangirl. So I was like so excited. I was like, um, let me think. And I like took the question so seriously. I thought about it for a day. Did, like research. Yeah, let me get back to you <laughs> and give you notes. Yeah. And then. I woke up in the middle of the night. I thought I was dreaming and I saw like a message from Sophie Turner again. And I, she was like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, am I dreaming this? And then she told me what I think you, you were going to tell me that she saw you at the yeah, one, the, the, like a Dodger the Dod- game or something. Yeah, the, the Dodger game. Yeah. And she's like, you won't believe it. I saw Nick. Uh, I saw Nick. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, he was with his boys. And like, she told me, and just, so you know, I'm part of that experience. Oh, for you. great. It was great. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I went with some friends and, and, um, I, she, Sophie turned around like, so she was in front of me. And so I didn't notice, like, I didn't, noticed that she was there yet it was fairly early and she she turned around and started waving at me and i immediately was like oh, what's sophie turner and like you know it's we were sitting in a section where there's you know it's a dodger game so there's a handful of like people you recognize but it was like one of those things where like i was like well there's no way sophie turner knows who i am so she's clearly like waving to someone behind me so for like what felt like two minutes but was probably three seconds I was just like staring at her, be like, Does she, is she waving at me or is she waving at I'm a person dead. behind me? Because I did not want to wave to Sophie Turner and then have <laughs> someone like two rows behind me be the person she's waving to. But she clearly made eye contact with me and kind of lipped, I love you. Like, and obviously in a very like on a TV, you know, and not to like a, in a very not friendly like, way. Dump your girlfriend. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, no in a very it. like, you know, I'm a fan watching The Bachelor. And I was like, same, you know, like. Um, and then after the game, I, I just said, hey, I'm a big fan and it was nice to meet you. And uh, yeah. And she's so cool. Yeah. I'm trying to, there are a lot of, like, trying to get her on my podcast, but, you know, probably. Oh, yeah. I haven't even. She doesn't follow. Yeah. She didn't. Fo- I followed her back. She didn't follow me. So you have a leg up on me. Yeah, I know. I'm scared to take it to that next level. You know, that's like, yeah. it's like annoying. It's like she gave me a finger. What am I trying to take a hand over here? You know? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But, um, but yeah, that was, uh, it's always fun when, you know, people like Sophie Turner, it, it, it's surprising how many people, uh, watch The Bachelor and how many celebrities watch it. And it's a, it's, oh my it's an God. entertaining show. I think I'm trying to remember. I'll have to tell you after. I think another, because I, I, I love your, um, uh, I was going to say sex advice, but it's dating advice. I've, I've poked fun at it a few times, but in a fun way, not at you, more at like people coming to you with these crazy life, questions and you answer them so nonchalantly. And I'm, I'm thinking about that person that a is coming to you for, for that, you know? Yeah. Or do you, you're looking at me like, no, Amanda, they should be coming to me. I have all the answers. 
Well, I mean, I have been spending the past like two and a half years doing it and like launched the whole podcast on it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm grateful that I've built a reputation that people like do value my advice for the point where like I now I have like therapists calling up and asking my advice. That's been fun. But yeah, it's it's been fun. And like, you know, my questions like, on my Instagram is definitely in a tone of kind of a snarky. And it's also like it's rapid fire. Right. And it's. And so it's like, that's why I started the podcast, Ask Nick, is because that's more like people come and tell their stories and I take actually some time to really. Oh, there's another podcast? I didn't know that. Well, it's all the same, right? Um, mm. So there's three formats of the Lyle Files. There's the Ask Nick on Mondays, which is people call it and share their stories and I give them my two cents. Uh, and then there's the traditional interviews and then we recap The Bachelor when it's on. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's time to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Less stress at work, more fun in the sun, less to do on your plate, more tacos on your plate, less thinking about the big picture, more margaritas by the pitcher. It's time for an all-inclusive beach vacation. CheapCaribbean.com has got you covered, you guys. You're so close to chilling in Jamaica, partying in Cancun, or relaxing in the Riviera Maya. All-inclusive is the only way to freaking go. Cheap Caribbean has legit been around forever. I'm sure you've heard about it. You've seen somebody go on a Cheap Caribbean vacation. So they literally know what they're doing best in the world of all-inclusive beach vacations. And when I say all-inclusive, I mean all the alcohol, all the food, all the non-alcoholic beverages, as well as beach activities, night activities, all of this is included when you book at cheapcaribbean.com. I go on vacation so I could be at the hotel, enjoy it, enjoy my hotel robe, the air conditioning at hotels, the naps at hotels, the pools at hotels, the margaritas at hotels. I don't need to freaking leave the hotel. I want an all-inclusive and I want a freaking discount. So here you go, you guys. You can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit cheapcaribbean.com slash not dash skinny dash not dash fat. So it's cheapcaribbean.com slash not dash skinny dash not dash fat. So it's not skinny, not fat, but with dashes in between to get $100 off you guys. That's cheapcaribbean.com slash not dash skinny dash not dash fat to get $100 off your next vacation. You have a girlfriend now. Let's talk about that for, for a second before we get into Katie season. You have a fucking hot ass girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she's lovely inside and, she's and smart out. Too. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. she. No, I mean, like objectively, she's so hot. It's 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 comical. I was giving her it's a, well, I was giving her a hard time. It was a while ago and I went on this like tangent. Like, you know how TikTok has those transitions, you know, and you go from like, I'm dressed in like grunge and then now I'm in a, Ooh. yeah, and then like I'm yeah. all dolled up and I'm like, you can't do that. You're too hot. Like you're, you're hot before you're hot. And it's like, you're, you're too hot to do that. It's like you're, it's, it, it defeats the objective. But no, I mean, like everyone loves her. She's a sweetheart and uh, just a very kind and and fun person to be around. And uh, she softens me up in the best possible way. How did you meet? Uh, she DM'd me. She slid in my DMs. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. She slid on in? Uh, well, yeah, when you look like that, I think you have a, a little more confidence. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, she did. And uh, she uh, uh, we met up and then, you know. 
and then kind of. So she she slid into your DMs. Did she know you from from your the show? Uh, she she didn't, and I actually believe her not. First, I didn't believe her, you know, because you never really know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But I, I don't have anything. She didn't start watch. You know, she didn't watch. She's not a fan of the show. Like she, uh, I think she watched a little bit of Peter's season. But she's, I make her watch it now when I recap. And she's just, you know, she like watches it. But she's just not a huge fan of the show. Um, so she had no idea who you were, but saw your she just profile. thought somehow. I was a, <laughs> a hot Instagram model or something. I don't know. Well, you do come up on Wikipedia as an actor. Great. Just so you know. Well, I'm a, yeah. I'm a paid actor, so. You You're know. an actor, just yeah. so you know. Yeah. I've been paid to uh, give lines. Yeah. So, yeah. So she slid in. Was that your first time, like, kind of going with that flow and meeting up with, with a girl from, like, DMs? Or have you done that before? I've done it before. I, you know, I've. Don't make a habit of it. I'm, I'm definitely more of a guarded person. Um, and so even with her, it was like, and we kind of joked when we went on our first date. I think we were both a little like worried that, you know, I hope you don't murder me. Because uh, there is a nervousness of like, you know, meeting a ultimately a stranger. And like we had messaged for a while, you know. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm cautious. Um you know, just because and I've had like, you know, over the years, I've had some awkward experiences. You know, I went on a date once and and uh, essentially caught her uh, sending a picture that she took of me without me knowing. Like we were sitting at a, a bar, you know, like booth. And so like she looked like she was on her phone kind of like and and uh, when we were like talking she like I don't know she it was weird she was like weirdly like sending it to her, like her friend or sister I'm like what are you doing and it was really it, it was that date ended right there <laughs> uh, you know but other than that uh, you know you it's a it's a weird world out there you just got to be I think everyone has to be you know careful these days you know in terms of you know, just be careful who you're talking to and especially because your people are meeting online. And I think I, I, I promote dating apps and I think that's a great way to meet people. But, you know, yeah. as always, I think you just got to uh, always be safe. I'm a big proponent of people, you know, I think what COVID did in terms of like Zoom and Zoom dates and things like that, I think that's an excellent way to screen someone, especially for women, oh. you know, like, yeah. You know, you don't you don't have to give a guy your number. You could literally create an email address for your Zoom dates, and it's just more like, do you look like your picture? What's your sense of humor like? And wow, and never so true. Never talk to him again if you don't want to. Yeah, like start with a phone call. That it's like an interview. Like now, if you interview for big companies, like you're not getting in the fucking front door. You're getting on a phone call. Then if you're good enough, you'll get on a second phone call. Yeah. Then you're going to get on a Zoom. And then, you know, the the in-person interview is like way. Yeah, way. I'm, a, I'm a big proponent for people. Like people will say, like, I don't like first dates because it feels like an interview. And I'm like, yeah. It is. Listen, if. And I only say this because like, you know, dating is hard and you just have to change your perspective. I kind of relate it to like Coachella, right? Like the first time I ever went to Coachella was a few years ago and I didn't know much about it. So you hear about all the the music, right? Obviously you hear about the parties and you're like, wow, it sounds like a great time. 
And so my only expectation was like how much fun I was going to have. And I went and I had a terrible fucking time. I spent the whole time losing friends, looking for friends and chasing fun because it was like, what party should you go to? And like you're losing. And by the time the weekend was over, I was like, I'll never I'll never go again. This is the worst. And a year later, I had a friend, different friend, you know, who was like, hey, you know, I'm getting a, a good group together. We should go. And I'm like, listen, not, I had a great, I, I didn't have a great time last year. And he's like, oh, come on, come on. And I, I, I changed my, I gave it some thought and I, I changed my mind. But this time I told myself, all right, listen, like I'm, I want to have realistic expectations about it now, right? I'm, I'm first, I'm going for the music. I'm not, I'm not going for any parties. I'm not going to go in any parties. And if I happen to go to a party, it's going to be because it's, I have nothing else going on. It's super convenient to what I want to do. And I told myself, I'm going to lose friends. And it's fine if you lose friends. Don't let that like ruin the moment you're in. If you're at a concert and you'll find your, you're an adult, you'll find your friends later. And so I kind of, and I was like, and you may like, you're not going to have the best time. You're just going to have an okay time. And I ended up having a great time, right? And so you just got to change your perspective. And I think when it comes to first dates and dating, it's not, it's meant to be hard. Like if you're going on first dates and you're just like, I have the best time on first dates, you're doing it wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not asking enough questions or you're just like deciding you like people too quickly. Um, you're not supposed to be compatible with that many people. Like you are meeting a new person, you know, that, you know, and even if you have the gift for the gab, like, you know, you, yeah, it's like you can have fun if you change perspective. I get to meet someone new. I get to learn an interesting story about someone. I don't know if we're going to be compatible, but if you go in that way, yeah, it can be fun, but you do have to treat it more like an interview. If, if your goal is to successfully date and, and if you're looking for like a committed relationship, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're just like a fuck boy or a fuck girl and you're just kind of, and that's fine if you are, if you're kind of in that stage of your life, then it might be a little bit more easier to have fun. If you find like-minded people, if you're like going to zoom and like, Hey, like, honestly, I'm just, I'm just looking to have some sex. And they're like, yeah, me too. You're like, great. Let's just go. We'll like, we'll mini golf to like, like make sure like we're not <laughs> totally, you know, just, you know. And so, but yeah, I just think if you just have a more honest approach about dating and, and relationships and uh, you can be more successful, more fun. And yes, you should treat it like an interview. You should ask questions. You should get to know them. You should see if they're worth your time. And low expectations, I feel like, really, I agree with you is my way of life. And even when I went to therapy and she, a lot of times wanted to work on it, I was like, listen, I actually don't want to work on it because it works for me. Like I yeah. always hate making plans. I'm always like, I don't want to go. It's going to be the worst thing ever. And then I go and I'm like, woohoo, you know, and if I hated it, I knew I was going to hate it. And if I like it, it's a huge surprise to me. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, if it's working for you, great. I, I mean, for most people, I would say, like, don't go in thinking it's going to suck. Just go in being okay with either thing. Like, be realistic about the type of fun you you might have and be open to anything happening. But again, like with th something like a first date, like that's why people get fatigued uh, and discouraged because they go in thinking somehow a first date is supposed to be always, like, fun and magical. Yeah. Like, you're meeting a fucking stranger Ugh. And you're essentially trying to decide if there's any chance of you wanting to be naked around them or spending the rest of your life with them. And it makes sense that you're going to be like, I don't know, critical. And so that's going to create 
tension and awkwardness. And, and that's why first dates can be a challenge. But I think if you just kind of go in saying that's okay, then you can have, have some fun. You guys, what I'm about to tell you is so freaking wild. I suffer from car sickness. It's so annoying. I legit like can't be on my phone. And I know a lot of people uh, suffer from nausea, whether it's uh, during your menstrual cycle or whether you're hungover or whether you just get nausea sometimes or morning sickness when you're pregnant. So I have something for you that is FDA cleared. It's non-drug. It's literally an anti-nausea wristband, and it's called Relief Band. It's clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Like I said, it's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, so basically all-natural relief with zero side effects because it's a freaking relief band, you guys. Um, the technology was um, developed 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients. But now relief band is available to the freaking masses. The way it works is it stimulates a nerve in your wrist that travels to the part of your brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Poof. Could you believe it? Well, you have to try it to see it for yourself, you guys. It's literally the only over-the-counter wearable device that's been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. So you guys should check it out because with my code and for not skinny but not fat listeners, you're going to get 20% off and a 30-day money-back guarantee. So check it out. Go to reliefband, R-E-L-I-E-F band.com and use promo code not skinny for 20% off plus free shipping. You guys, that is reliefband.com and use promo code not skinny to get 20% off plus free shipping. And don't forget you guys 30 day, uh, basically trial period. Nick, did you have, so speaking of sliding into DMS, like we know, you know, about your seasons and who you've been with, did you get a lot of girls from other seasons sliding into your DMs? Like, did you get a lot of girls from Bachelor Nation wanting to kind of influence or couple it up with you? Uh, sure. Not a, not an overwhelming amount. Um, but yeah, sure. I mean, it probably more so since I was the bachelor, but not as mm -hmm. much anymore. Certainly not, you know, I've, I've a girlfriend now, but, um, I just kind of like after Vanessa and I broke up, I just made a conscious decision to not associate, not not in any way, shape or form romantically or otherwise uh, be involved with anyone from Bachelor Nation. It would I was very like and so people would hang, some people would hang out and be like, oh, we should I think we should get together. And I'm like, listen, you seem great. But like I literally I don't don't I don't you know, date anyone in Bachelor Nation. And again, I, I would, if it, if I, if I met someone who I legitimately thought that we could legitimately date, then I would have reconsidered, but I wasn't going to like have some sort of hookup or just go on a casual mm. date uh, or anything like that. And um, so, yeah, but that not, it doesn't really happen anymore, obviously with, with uh, people knowing I have a girlfriend. And you were linked to like celeb celebs. You were linked to January Jones. Yeah. I mean, Rachel Bilson. Well, Jenny and I had dated for a few months. Rachel has always and only ever been a friend. 
yeah, I don't I don't know who else I was linked to. But I, yeah, though I mean those are two two big ones. So do you think Natalie and you are gonna get married? Uh well, I mean I wouldn't be in a relationship with her if I didn't think it was possible. You know, and I say mm. that as someone who's been essentially uh, she's the first person I've called my girlfriend and you know minus TV in a, a long long time and and that's because I just I think when you get older you're just a lot less willing to just want to call each other boyfriend you know you're just a little more particular and that's just because yeah I think you're just more mindful of what you're looking for so uh, yeah me for me personally it was a pretty big step to want to call her my girlfriend so I, I would say that um but, you know that's that's a good sign if if I would say that scratches head like yeah. gets fidgety. No, but you seem from like Instagram. I mean, I know it's not real life, but you seem giddy about it, and you seem really in love and like excited about excited about how long how many how long have you been together? Well, we kind of unofficially celebrated our one year anniversary last week. We've it'll it'll I will have known her for two years. Um, this September, but right, you posted something about the Williamsburg Hotel and me with my. I was like, wait, because you were like where we first met. Did you meet in New York? Yeah, I mean, she we she was living in Georgia at the time, and so after she DM me, um, uh, we talked for a couple of weeks, and and we both happened to be in New York, and we met at the hotel. Oh, yeah. oh. Sounds interesting. Well, you guys are gorgeous. You know? It sounds it sounds like the way uh, Kelly and uh, Pilot Pete um, had that hotel rendezvous. Oh yeah, the the wedding run in. Yeah, yeah. We just saw each other in the hotel lobby and passed right by. Our, ours was a little more orchestrated, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm very she she legitimately uh, is someone who seems too good to be true, so. She's yeah, great. she's a surgical tech that's like unbelievably good looking. Yeah, and no, like, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's almost yeah. It does seem it does seem unreal. So I'm happy for you. Okay, so Katie season, how are you feeling? Like, do you talk like you are the way you recap the batch? Are you ever do you ever have negative feelings towards it, or are you like a lover of the franchise and you're always kind of. No, you do criticize. You do. You speak I, your truth. I try to be. Uh, I honestly try to give a the most honest uh, interpretation of the show. Like as someone who's been on the show and knows things, um, obviously I have a relationship with the show, but I do try to right. be objective. Like you know, I'm I'm not trying to sit there and break down every little behind the scenes and and talk about how things are edited. But I certainly acknowledge that there is an edit and some things that aren't shown and things like that. And I've been critical of the show and I can be critical certainly of cast, but I, I just try to offer a, a the most honest and fair critique of, of what I see based off of all the things I know, having, you know, kind of played every single character there is to play on that show and, and, yeah. and having a pretty intimate understanding of the production standpoint, which you know, quite frankly, if you're not the lead, it's I, I, I thought I knew a lot until and, and, and until I was the lead. And then you realize just, you know, all the nuances of that go into making the show and things like that. And so, you know, I just try to offer uh, an honest uh, critique of, 
you know, the dynamics, both from a production standpoint, what people might be thinking. I'm also like, I'm not involved in terms of, I don't really have a relationship with cast people anymore. Like for a while, it was harder because I would know so many people and I would be talking about friends. But, mm. you know, now I'm, I'm just kind of talking about characters or, you know, people I don't really know. And so, yeah, I just, uh, I try to, you know, break it down in a fun kind of thoughtful way. And I certainly like, um, as someone who's been on both sides, I, I try to just, there's always another point to consider or a point of view. And there is a mob mentality in that show. And uh, I do sometimes find it comical how some of the Bachelor fan diehards will, will be so kind of um, like weirdly, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to say earnest, but I don't know if that's the right word, but um, they just take it very seriously and literal. Some of the silly rules that go into like the bachelor, like fantasy suites and and group dates and, and roses. And um, I I try to kind of point out, you know, that it is a show and, and, um, and things like that. Yeah, no, you have funny tweets. I remember when you, when you put up, because I talked a lot about La Quinta, it was so funny to me. It was brutal. Yeah, um, yeah. And then when Nima Colon, uh, Matt James's season, he rides up and like, I don't know, was it like a, a Mercedes? And he had that huge, you know, lodge to himself. And La Quinta was just so sad. And you put up um, a funny tweet about that. So, yeah, no, I know that that you're very honest about. Uh, for me, it's like hard. And I know people probably think I'm inconsistent because literally some some episodes I'll feel like it's such a phone show like I'll just be on my phone the entire time and I'll yeah. look up here and there totally sometimes you're like ooh did they just get good and and a lot of times it's like well if it is a show and it is so produced then how about we like take all the entertaining stuff like I just wish that they would get that like we don't need the same like expose every season like we don't do need mean? the guy you know, the guy hating on the guy and telling the girl and then like the one guy that everyone hates. And then it's like the same kind of like beginning, middle end. Like we don't need that. Like I enjoy the most seeing like the 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 actual relationships happening. I don't care about like the dude stuff or the drama. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I think different people watch it for different reasons. I yeah. I I think for the most part, it needs it all because, you know, I think it would just mm. get boring if it was just uh, a very sincere kind of. Well, like Bachelor in Paradise vibes. Like I want to see like people hooking up and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally enjoy Bachelor in Paradise uh, as a fan uh, the most. Um, yeah. Because, well, it's, it's, it's weirdly a little bit more realistic. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah. Weirdly, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, that's, it's, it, yeah, I'd sometimes, uh, I, I probably wouldn't watch it if I didn't cover it, but. Um, yeah, same. But I have this like thing inside of me that's like, you must watch, you must know exactly what's going on all the freaking time. Hey, listen, there are, there are harder watches on TV, you know? True. And it's one of those things yeah. that like, I may not have chosen to watch it because I just generally don't watch a lot of reality TV. But every time I sit down and watch it, I, I get into it and like yeah sometimes you zone out sometimes or whatever but yeah. uh, I've been enjoying this season it's been compelling I mean they've certainly tugged in the heartstrings with some of their music and uh, they have some good characters and uh, Katie's so good do you, do you feel like she's a good bachelorette 
I think overall she's good. I mean, she's she's honest, right? She she speaks up, and I think that makes an entertaining bachelorette. Um, I think, um, yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, I think she's been really good. I haven't agreed with all her decisions, but that that's fine. That's just my opinion, right? What like sending Andrew home? Uh, no, I, I don't care about that because as someone who's been in her shoes, like, you know, she doesn't get to decide what's aired or the connections. And I'm sure she thinks Andrew's a swell guy, but like, it's not her guy. Right. And this is about yeah. finding her guy. So it's always, it gets a little annoying and you get defensive as the lead of, of people who like watch the show be like, you should be with this person. And you're like, yeah, they're nice, but like not a fucking chance, you know, type of thing. <laughs> I, I I think I I told this. She was a little hard on Thomas. You know, I, I uh and I know Thomas wasn't like my favorite guy and I thought he was definitely full of shit, but I think sometimes Katie's a big fan of the show and she's acknowledged this and I think she's watched a lot of Bachelor Bachelorette. And like sometimes yeah. it's more like I'm watching a girl who's seen a lot of the Bachelorette do her version of the Bachelorette, if you know what I mean. Oh, you're talking about the dramatic like step back. Yes. Yeah. Stop that. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a moment. Yeah. That was. A, but but he was he was faulted for basically being a super fan of the show and wanting to like. That's the funny thing about watching it. And you were saying before the theme of are you here for the right reasons has been kind of like a forever theme. And it is funny. And I think I've heard you talk about this before. Like you. I mean, even if I was the Bachelorette and I would go into it with the biggest ego and like, okay, everyone will be in love with me. I would still know like, but every, like every single person is not only coming for that. So like, you must have to like know that, but I guess there's kind of like a, what, like a, uh, like a spectrum of how much are you here for the wrong reasons versus the right reasons? Yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's for the leads now it's again, a, a legitimate concern. Like before, you know, it's you, and um, and so, yeah, I can see why Katie might be on guard about that because it's it's just it just it's a reality these days. But overall, yeah, I think she's been entertaining because she's been she is not afraid to say what she's thinking. And she's not what Katie is not worried about is playing it safe at the risk of having any critics. And I think that's made for really good TV. Yeah. And I think she is like commands the room a lot better than I thought she would. Like she is taking charge. Like from the beginning, she walks in, she knows what she wants. She like knows how to handle a room full of these dudes. So what do you think about the guys left? We have Greg, Justin, Blake and, and Michael A. Do you have a fave? Well, what do we, so what do you mean? Like, I guess that these all seem nice. Do you want me to like predict like what are my predictions? No, or? no. What do you think? Oh, they all seem nice. That's your, that's your take on them. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I think they they all seem all right. I don't, I've said this on my podcast. I don't necessarily, like, I think I tweeted something and mentioned on my podcast that Greg is Thomas just with better execution. I mean, we did find out that he went to, like, acting school. Uh, well, I um, will say, I, I always find it hysterical uh, when rumors like that come out and the internet is just in a frenzy, it's just like he he took an acting class. Like this is not like he's not Meryl Streep all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then like there's this. Uh, I heard so, like I, I saw something where he's just like, well, he tried to get on Hannah Brown's season. 
listen, half the people in every season uh, first applied for, when you know a year before. I mean, I my friends signed me up and didn't tell me. And I got a call nine months later and I was like, oh, what? And my friend's like, oh, yeah, we signed you up like nine months ago, you know? Yeah. And so for the people who signed themselves up, you know, when they see that, like, hey, if you know anyone who could date our next bachelorette, Michelle, then some guy like signs up. Sometimes it gets lost in the thousands of applications they get. And they, you know, maybe they legitimately had a crush on Michelle and they get a call. And then their next bachelorette is, I don't know, whoever. They're still they're still saying yes to the opportunity. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, but like, also that's they don't always tell you who it's going to be. A lot of the time, make, the promos yeah, are they almost never know, right? So they almost never know. So when the guys come and say, "I came here for you," it's a lie. It's ninety nine point nine percent a lie. It's a lie, yeah. Uh, but they know that, so why don't they tell them like, "No, you didn't. You didn't know it was going to be the Bachelorette." Because I don't know. That's how they make good TV. So I, I think oh, I, I, I think the I think. Greg taking an acting class is silly. Now, on the flip side, me personally, I don't think Greg likes Katie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily fault Greg. Maybe it depends. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a pressure packed environment that is designed to make you feel things at a level that you might not normally feel. So, like, we know, like, for example, Greg bonded with Katie over the death of their fathers. I don't know what that's like, you know, thankfully, knock on wood, but I can imagine that being an incredible bonding experience, right? And, and an environment designed to elicit the mass, maximum amount of emotion. And then you see Katie checking in with Greg and uh, Katie clearly likes Greg. So like what I'm saying is I think Greg's getting caught up in, you know, being on the Bachelorette and it, I just don't see the connection. And when I made a joke about like Greg and Thomas being the same, Greg has, has better execution. I say that very much jokingly because I'm sure Thomas is an all right guy. I'm sure Greg's a great guy. And, you know, if Greg leaves Katie, it'll be interesting because I think a lot of people are predicting that. I w that's, my, I, that's my guess. Katie was on my, on my podcast and said she got her heart broken. Uh, and I don't think there's anyone there who could break her heart other than Greg. So, mm. and I think if, if, if she does leave, it'll be interesting because like Katie, you know, she went after Thomas really hard and like, yeah, he said he thought about being the bachelor one day. Yeah. I don't, it didn't, didn't seem. And so it'll be interesting because if Greg breaks up with Katie, which let's be honest, is a normal thing. Greg has a right to not be into Katie. He has a right. Yeah, that to, doesn't happen a yeah. lot, though, right? No. Where, where, yeah. But you watch, right? Like Greg, they're setting it up so that if Greg breaks up with Katie, that he will look like a bit of a, a villain in the sense that, like, she's been asking him. I think there's a way Greg can easily get out of it, and he's a fan favorite. But what will be interesting is that if he, if we're all right, and who knows, maybe she ends up with Greg. They're just very, it, they're very much setting it up that she doesn't. It'll be interesting how Katie approaches that at after the final rose. Her his, I mean, what she's shown us is that she's going to go after Greg. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, I don't know if she really should. Uh, but what she's shown is that she she might. And um, but also we don't know how it went down and if it did go down that way. Like if the if if Greg does break up with her, is he an asshole? Is he a dick? Or is he just like you've been asking me this whole time? You've been checking in. 
and I realized that maybe I'm not falling you the way I want. Maybe I wanted to fall for you, but I'm I'm just not. Like I'm not ready to get engaged, and I I don't I can't say I love you. So maybe that's a sign I should leave. And then he, you know what I'm saying? Like it will be very yeah. interesting. And I'm really I'm really if I to be honest, I'm kind of hoping that happens because I think that will be the most. Yeah, interesting. you convinced me. You convinced me. <laughs> I think that'll be the. I mean, that will be the most talked about thing if it does, right? And then how does that breakup happen? How does Katie feel about it? How does she respond to it? And Katie said that this season ends very unconventionally. So I, it sounds like there's a lot more drama left to to play out. And mm. AFR is always the most. Um, it's always very compelling because it's that there's always a lot of fallout to kind of work through, and so we we will see. And I'm really interested to see how Katie handles that. Um, I I wonder if she might overplay her hand. I wonder if she. I feel like she'll end up with Blake. I don't see. I, I agree with you that Greg definitely seems like her fave. Um, I think her and Blake have really good banter, and then Justin and Michael A. I feel like they're both. They both seem great, but they don't seem like. They're vibing that hard. Yeah, I mean, they haven't showed any connection with Justin whatsoever. Whatsoever. Uh, so to be the if, final if, four. If there's been, you know, there's also conversations that happen we don't get to see. But, you know, I don't know if it's it's true, but I made a joke that Katie, and I respect it if it's true. I mean, Katie's been very sex positive. She's been very open. She made a joke on my podcast that she's like she kind of wanted to bring Thomas to the fantasy suite. And it's kind of like, maybe she's just like, listen, I'm going to pick Greg. And I have two people to have sex with before I get married that are not Greg. And I got to get out of jail free card. And so, like, yeah. honestly, like, Andrew's nice, but I'd rather see Justin naked. And if that's <laughs> if that's what she did, like, good for her. It's and it's I think it's hysterical if the bachelor said that he'd be I've crucified. But I never thought about fantasy suites like that. That's genius. Uh, I, honestly, I haven't either, but I think Katie might. I, I could be I could be wrong, but uh, it, based on what we've seen, we've seen like literally no conversations between the two of them. Yeah, I know. I was literally uh, trying to remember today. I was like, Justin? Justin. Like, I know I've made fun, like his eye, he, he has a, a um, interesting like uh, facial expression, yeah, his, but I don't remember him. His reactions are great. Much. Yeah, that, that I mean, yeah. that's what you remember of Justin. Like, yeah. you don't remember that's anything it. else and he can draw a flower. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it. You know what I was thinking, Nick? And this is um, kind of my final question to you. Do you use, like since you've been on the show for so many years, do you find yourself using that terminology in real life? Like when you and Natalie got serious, were you like, I think I'm falling in love with you. And then you were like, no, I'm definitely now in love with you. Like, were you doing that? Or no. is that? <laughs> no. I used to make fun of it when I was The Bachelor. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Well, that wasn't aired. But I, Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, am I falling in love yet? Or like... Am I still? Yeah. I'm all... I, that always... So that's what I mean. You know, there's I like, I think, I think I'm falling... I'm falling. I'm considering I'm falling. In- I think I'm falling. I'm falling. I want to. I want, I want to fall. To. I'm not there yet. I want yeah. to fall. Like none of, yeah, none, I want to fall. none of that matters. It's a, it's a tool. It's a tool. You know, you can say, you can say. But how does everyone know that? What do you mean? You know, I think people, I think normally people do that in life because they're bad communicators and afraid of disappointment. It's a way to tip your toes in the water. Even in real life, think about it. You know, let's say you're like falling for someone you really like them, and you're like you want to say the L word, but you're just like I'm not entirely sure how they feel. So you're just like, I'm. F- I think I'm. 
I think I'm like on my way to falling in. So IRL, you don't talk like that. Absolutely not. No, I probably (laughs) did when I was 22. You know, Um, I don't anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think people are very afraid to hear be rejected and 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 not hear what they want. So it, it's a kind of a way to dip your toe in the water and say right because it's not like yeah. I love you right. And then so if you don't get the response you get, you're like, oh, okay. Well, thank God I'm only falling. You know, like <laughs> I'll just yeah. I'll just pull on the parachute and no worries. Yeah. And then when someone like a year later says like, how many people have you told you love? That person's not on your list. Right. So I think that's in, in a in a real world situation, I think that's the motivation. But yeah, I'm I'm I've graduated past that language long before I was on The Bachelor. Well, Nick, thank you for being here. Uh real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Everyone, go follow Nick. Listen to the vile files. I loved I specifically loved your episode with Deanie Babies. Oh yeah. It, it was a good one. Uh so you guys check it out. He has a lot of great guests and and anything else exciting coming up, Nick? No, I guess just the podcast. I mean, that's exciting for me. Um, but yeah, nothing else I need to promote. Uh, no book. Uh, no book. The book is the book's been re- being being written. Yeah. Oh, see, I had a feeling. Yeah, but it's, I had a feeling. It's just it's questions with Nick and a coffee table. You know, it's. Oh, I love that. Uh, so it's just kind of uh, it'll be a lot of relationship and dating, kind of you know snarky it's just more of an honest way to look at dating you know so that you can you know so like when your friend breaks up gets broken up with and and you can't bear to listen to them why like and you've you've in you just hand them the book and be like just just you know here's here's what you won't let me say to you so read this that's really what my what my questions with nick is i'm just the first does anybody ever dm you like Something wild like I listened to your advice every day. My husband every. and I'm now a lesbian. Uh, well, I don't know if I. I mean, I get crazy stories, but I, I do. <laughs> I get now. I mean, I guess I'm thankful for it, but I, I get, you know, twenty, thirty questions a day of, of or an hour. I get stopped in the street, and people will ask me to help them in their relationships. So. I guess that's good. Well, listen, for someone that was, you know, called conceited or full of himself, you're out there answering questions about other people and not about yourself. So that's, you know, I'm like, so me, 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 me. And you're answering about other people. So that just shows that, you know, you're not what people used to say that you were. I mean, you know, people are going to. You're just giving back. You're just giving back. I think uh, all I hope is that people care. And so if you want to disagree with me or, or call me, just as long as I as long as I trigger you, I'm doing my job. You know, you just want, well, Nick, just want people to care. Thanks again for being here. You're the best. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a ton of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 